Indeed we are. June 13th, 2023. The weekly Wensoon show, aka Leo Finance AMA. We are halfway through the year and the cat is still asking when moon. Bitcoin is um, floating at 26k. Leo is mooning at 7 cents or so. While Bitcoin is sideways, Leo is doubled. Hashtag to the moon. To the moon. You know, all these changes, I think, to the tokenomics and, you know, the new UI going live, you can see a pretty direct correlation to that and uh, the Leo price starting to go up. I think I uh, messed up and powered up too soon. I don't know why I thought LPUD was already going. Sounds like you got to buy more. I powered up um, like 170 Leo to be able to clock part of the 150 Leo power up club. I know uh, the number of lions that powered up at least 150 Leo, I think it was a record last month. So I'm trying to help push a record this month. Yeah. So, um, you know, we were kind of talking about the Leo price a little bit, but we'll just kind of continue with that. So, you know, May 1st, you know, we released the new UI in April, April, I think it was 30th. Um, the Zeely campaign went live. Along with that, we released the new tokenomics for Leo, which essentially that part of the tokenomics update was for the uh, Leo.bounties account, which pays delegators of Hive Power to at Leo.voter in daily Leo payouts. So the big update there was, uh, I think most of you probably know, but the big update there was that uh, instead of inflation paying those uh, delegators, now the um, curation rewards are actually buying back Leo and then using that Leo to pay delegators. So that's a huge change. I think the daily inflation rate on Leo, and this was all, the inflation was kind of built into the bounties fund, uh, which is now uh, maxed out. So at the end of the bounties fund, we obviously had to come up with something sustainable to keep moving forward with. Um, so we we uh, we ended the bounties fund. And then from there, uh, all the curation awards started buying Leo. So when that started, um, there was about 15 to 20,000 Leo per day that was paid out to delegators. So the, the daily inflation rate on Leo was about 25,000 Leo a day because uh, the, the, the actual, without the bounties fund, the actual inflation rate for Leo is about five to 6,000 Leo a day, uh, right in that range. You know, not one, once we ended that, you know, that, that 15 to 20,000 Leo per day for delegators had to come from somewhere. So if, you know, a lot of people started clocking that Leo.bank was buying um, a bunch of Leo off the market, 10 to 20,000 a day. Uh, pretty much on the dot. So, you know, that Leo had to start coming in. Naturally, if you're buying that much Leo off the market every day, the price is going to start moving up. So I think a lot of people started catching on to that. And then you saw some other buyers step in uh, more recently. Um, so the price of Leo has gone up a lot. I think the daily Leo dot uh, voter payouts uh, are now down to like four to 5,000 Leo per day. So we literally went from paying 20,000 Leo per day for these for the same amount of high power delegated uh, down to, uh, you know, about four or 5,000. So that's definitely nice uh, in terms of, you know, how much Leo is going out, you know, in terms of outflows. Yep, very true. I know that. So I will be upvoting everyone who replies to my thread uh, for the threadcast. So we basically saw that tokenomic change implemented and that really kind of took us to a new place. 
uh, in terms of in terms of Leo token flows. We started to see a lot of Leo get absorbed off the market, and then you know that kind of coincided with the biggest LPUD that we ever had uh, in May. Uh, Eric will know, but uh, there was some enormous amount of uh, Leo powered up. Oh, he's got to hear from me. 1.5 million Leo powered up in the month of May. So that coinciding with you know the the new tokenomics and less Leo being flooding like flooding the market every single day. Um, I think it all kind of just coincided to make you know people start to flip their sentiment about Leo. Um, you know, things around Leo and the Leoverse have been pretty negative. I think um, throughout this bear market. Uh, which is, you know, not uncommon. I mean, we're seeing a lot of other altcoins really struggle right now. You know, one that I've obviously been paying a lot of attention to is Rune. It's at 84 cents, which is insane. Um, yeah, it's it's taken a beating in this bear market. And most altcoins have taken a beating. I mean, other than Bitcoin and Ethereum, pretty much every altcoin has been hit by, you know, 95 plus percent losses. Definitely a a hard, hard winter for for any crypto projects out there. Leo has not only weathered the storm, I think, uh, I think especially on May 1st and, and forward, it became pretty clear that we didn't just weather the storm. We actually, you know, we built a lot of shit during uh, this bear market and we were able to make a lot of really good progress. So, you know, Project Blank finally came out. You know, the, the ads program is, is starting to evolve and mature and I'll get into that too. You know, the new tokenomics uh, started to come out and, you know, I, I really think we, we took like a quantum leap forward during this bear market despite the price having been, you know, along with other altcoins down, you know, 98, 99% of its, you know, all-time high. I'm excited about what this all means for uh, the Leo token, obviously. I think uh, I think the tokenomics are going to keep playing a, a big role. Uh, you still see, you know, Leo.Bank placing orders to absorb, or at least try to absorb five, you know, five to 10,000 Leo per day off the market. So a lot of Leo is getting soaked up out there. The current amount of Leo staked is like a huge percentage of the current circulating supply. So total staked is 13 million Leo. Uh, circulating supply is 16 million. So there's only 3 million Leo floating out there liquid. And the almost 99 or, you know, like 98 plus percent of that is in the liquidity pools on RAP Leo, B Leo, and P Leo. So very little liquid Leo out there. And it's it's becoming pretty evident that you know the, the delegation bot needs to absorb five thousand Leo a day, and it's starting to starting to struggle to buy it. So uh, it's in terms of when it struggles to buy it, it's it's not able to buy it without slippage. So uh, that means that it has to make the price go up when it buys with slippage. So pretty exciting to see how that uh, how that has shaped up. The uh, the Zeely campaign obviously ended on the tenth. The two winners, I guess, the, the top two places were Underlock and Nonzo Rights. Um, so congrats yep. to both of them. Uh, yes, I believe the official announcement and uh, rewards will be coming out soon. I don't think yeah. that has hit yet. I think it is tomorrow. They uh, will have the official announcement and um, the uh, rewards. Yeah, we are... Uh... I think we're a day away from all the uh, announcements coming out about the rewards and, and distributions and everything. Yeah, the 14th. So that is tomorrow. You know, along with that, there was the, you know, kind of like the um, grand finale of the Zeely campaign was um, the battle of the three. Uh, what was it called? Was it clans or armies? Battle of the three armies. Armies. There was three um, armies. Yep. So and, 
Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, the big, the big ticket item on that is that uh, 23,000 threads were created that day, which is pretty insane to have one day where, where that many threads are created. So, you know, my weekend was super fun. I told Eric, I was up for like probably about 50 hours straight, something like that, hmm. just literally fixing the UI and, you know, keeping things together uh, and working with the devs on the scaling stuff. So uh, we, we made a lot of progress on scaling um, from that competition. Uh, we kind of need those, you know, and I told Eric, I'd love to see something like that, like once a month. Basically, what we need to do is we need to reach the ceiling of what's capable on threads in order to figure out how do we get to the next, uh, you know, the next platform. So events like that are extremely important because it just kind of shows me and the devs where where things are breaking and uh, what we can do to fix it uh, now and in the future. So uh, definitely, definitely when those events come out, if you are able to participate as much as you can. And, you know, a lot of people say their goal is to break the UI and that's kind of a funny thing to say, but it, it, I mean, to, to some degree, that should be your goal um, because by breaking the UI, you show us what to fix. So yeah, I'm, I'm really happy with how that turned out overall. And uh, we've got like a huge, huge update coming out with um, the new Leo cache. And that's going to really be a, a game changer for threads uh, and the whole Leo UI actually, um, it'll tie into long form as well. With Leo Cache, we'll be able to add things like algorithms uh, for feeds, like real algorithms where, you know, we can sort by more than just, you know, top payout or, you know, most comments. We, we can do a lot more uh, intricate sorting mechanisms for that uh, once Leo Cache is ready. So I'm excited for Leo Cache for that reason and for a lot of other reasons, including, um, you know, solving the scaling problem, which is, you know, once we get beyond like 20,000 threads, we need something that can take us to, you know, 200,000 threads a day. And. 2 million threads a day. And, and that thing is Leo Cash. You'll see the first version of it come out soon and then we'll keep adding to it. And every time we hit that ceiling, we'll keep finding ways to, to break out even higher. So, so yeah, I kind of touched on output a little bit already, but um, you know, in May we had one and a half million Leo powered up. June, we have the goal. So Eric's goal for June is to get over 200 uh, lines powering up, which means 200 individual users powering up at least 150 Leo. So if you power up at least 150 Leo, you get to participate in all the LPUD rewards. And there's a bunch of rewards out there. Uh, you guys probably know most of them already, but uh, check out the Leo growth uh, page if you want to, if you want to see the exact rewards, but Eric's goal is to, is to cross that 200 individual user mark. You know, I, I would love to say I, I would love to see more than 1.5 million Leo powered up so that we could beat the uh, all-time high that we, we created last month. But, um, you know, I, I would honestly be really surprised if anyone could figure out how to get 1.5 million Leo. Uh, it's, so, it's so illiquid right now. Um, and the price back on May 15th was half what it is now. So obviously it's twice as expensive to power up 1.5 million. So I don't know. We'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens. Maybe a bunch of that Zeely uh, Leo that gets paid out will will get powered up too. So refresh my memory because even though it's you know Leo Leo power up day, is the actual L LPUD window like a one day twenty four hour window or is it longer than that? I believe it's twenty four hours. I don't think it's like on the dot twenty four hours. That was my uh, assumption. I just wasn't sure. I couldn't remember if it was like literally just one specific day. I, I mean. Early on, I remember it was so. Yeah, so he's saying about thirty hours. Um, okay. 
Yeah. I mean, and then I know that like sometimes he's extended the window because, you know, the UI's gone down and stuff like that. So that is true. Yeah. I know there's been instances like that in past uh, months with all the updates. Yeah. That's a good idea, Bitcoin Flood, if we had like a timer for LPUD. Um, oh, yeah. Maybe Countdown. I'll try to figure something out. I don't know if it'll have a sense of LPUD, urgency. But... I don't um, know where we put it. I guess maybe on the UI, like on the on the main page. So um, in case you missed it, we had, uh, yeah, like a pin thread would be good too. Um, we had uh, a post go out from at Leo Finance um, that talked about the new view counters. This is something that I'm super excited about. And, you know, we, we were working on it for a little while and I, I didn't even know if it would be possible for, for a while. Uh, like I thought we would have to design more APIs and it would get really complex. Um, but now there's, you can see the views. So last week we got simple analytics working again, finally, uh, which tracks the, you know, the overall traffic and everything to, to Leo finance. So you can go to simpleanalyticscom slash leofinance.io. Um, and you'll see the, you know, the real time stats and traffic for Leo finance. But what we figured out is connecting the API from simple analytics into the Leo ad smart contract and the Leo UI. So not only can you now see the actual traffic counts, which is like that little views icon. So like, you know, if your thread gets two views, you can, you can see that it has like two views next to it. Right. If you hover over that, it says this thread generated approximately, you know, $15 or, you know, 300 Leo, um, in Leo ads revenue for Leo smart contract buybacks. It's, it's pretty crazy to uh, to have that connection. I think a lot of people, you know, just in general, a lot of people have been waiting to see like a lot of the behind the scenes for the Leo ads protocol. Uh, and we've been really rebuilding this thing from the ground up uh, in a lot of different ways, uh, whether it's, you know, from the smart contract that buys the Leo to the ad companies that we work with, um, to where we place ads on the UI, uh, all sorts of stuff. It's We've just completely redesigned everything. And this page view thing is just really interesting because now you can see, okay, you know, the, the top trending thread got, you know, 42 views and that equals, you know, one Leo getting bought and burned by the ad smart contract. And we are working on it right now so that we can get it integrated into posts as well. So I think long form posts will be really interesting to see too, uh, in terms of, in terms of, uh, eyeballs, you know, like you can imagine that an evergreen, uh, really well-written post can like just absorb views for like, you know, five, 10 years. And, you know, you may look at that and it has, you know, a hundred thousand views and it'll tell you, you know, this post generated approximately, you know, if it has a hundred thousand views, $3,000, $30,000 worth of Leo ads revenue uh, that went to, to buy back and, and, and uh, into the Leo ad smart contract. And that's just going to be like a crazy metric to see, uh, you know, when things start getting a lot of views. Obviously, right now on threads, you know, your average thread gets a few views. Um, you know, some of the bigger threads get 50 to, you know, 250 views. But yeah, I mean, it all adds up. I mean, that's the thing is like, we're posting, you know, five to, you know, on the big days, 20,000 threads a day. And if each of those threads gets a few views, like that adds up very quickly uh, in terms of ad revenue. Uh, I'm really excited about ad revenue and where things have been going lately. Um, the view counter is, is a big piece of that. The, the other big piece of it, which actually just went live this morning, is that we integrated Google AdSense. Um, so one issue that we have is that we've worked with uh, crypto marketing partners for the ads. Uh, so that's like Coinzilla, BitMedia, stuff like that. 
the problem that they have is that we actually have enough users where they struggle to serve us enough ads uh, throughout the day. So a lot of times you guys would just see like placeholder banners from Coinzilla that said, you know, place your ad here uh, type of thing. So we, you know, a lot of our ad revenue was kneecapped by the fact that they wouldn't serve us enough ads. Um, the cool thing about Google AdSense is that it's so large and there's so many advertisers, uh, you know, with huge budgets. So we should start to get served a lot more ads. A lot of people are already saying, um, you know, that they've never seen an ad before on Leo Finance up until now. Uh, and they finally saw their first ad ever after we put the to the Google AdSense live. So, you know, I, I'm definitely really happy about how that's progressing um, in terms of like a new ad partner. Um, I think that's going to end up being a lot more beneficial to us than Coinzilla and uh, BitMedia and some of these other companies. So that that's uh, that's pretty much the wrap up on Leo ads. In the future, we're going to have a, a UI on the UI uh, where you could actually upload your own ads. Um, so like if, if, you know, another hive project wants to come in or another crypto project or, you know, really anything, or even just a user that wants to promote their content, anybody can come in and submit an ad. So they'll have to, you know, adhere to, to certain banner sizes and stuff like that. And our UI will tell them, um, what to do, uh, in order to, to submit it basically. And then once they submit it, a poll will go live and, and, you know, you guys, the Leo power users will be able to vote on that poll and decide, you know, yes or no to showing that ad uh, and approving it. So uh, it's it's kind of a really cool like bid system that that gets tied into Leo Power, uh, which is, you know, the broader theme, if we want to take a step back, that, you know, this whole UI and and the whole Leoverse project in general, you know, the whole vision for the long term was that, you know, we would we would build this token and we would give it a bunch of utility uh, on this social platform. So you'd have a lot of social utility and that's really starting to come to fruition. So, you know, holding Leo power just gives you a lot more utility, a lot more influence on the platform. And that is the, uh, that's kind of the entire goal. Uh, if you want to compare it to web two, you know, platforms like Twitter and Facebook have started doing the thing with the, uh, you know, eight to $10 verification check marks. And if you do that, you know, you get more impressions on your content, you get more, uh, you know, access to like premium features and stuff like that. We're basically doing that same model, but instead of, you know, you have to pay $8 a month, it's, you have to hold, you know, this amount of Leo power or more. Um, so it just gives an, uh, a whole other added utility to Leo power on top of, you know, curation and, and uh, Leo power APY from the ad revenue. So it's uh, definitely fascinating to see all this stuff shape up. Always things going on. Always. I've been trying to thread whether it was a GIF or a whatever because my humor couldn't help get the best of me when you mm -hmm. talked about not being served enough ads. So all I can think of is you got served. <laughs> and I was trying to post a thread with a funny gif, but it was not working out. So I will give up, I suppose. And then I was like, all right, maybe I'll just paste a picture with you know a meme. And then like it wasn't fitting like and the words are getting cut out i'm like son of a bitch cat doesn't know how to thread properly me oh, and the images God. are not getting along on the threads but yes more ads need to be served i'm scrolling through now like the one ad on the threadcast that i'm getting honestly kind of sucks um which ad just i'm getting an ad the i don't know if everyone gets the same ad or you know if it's uh more user specific but I'm just getting an ad that 
isn't very good. It's apparently it's for TV shows, but it's literally just a big green button that says continue. <laughs> and it's yeah, like it's, a white... uh, it's unique. So Google ads has their own mechanisms for serving ads. So, you know, some of the devs are from other countries and stuff. And while we were testing this, they were sending screenshots and, um, you know, they're getting served ads in their native language. So it's like, that's cool. You know, yeah. Coinzilla was like, kind of like this blunt instrument. Google AdSense is very targeted. It's like Facebook ads, you know, it's, uh, um, oh, yeah. you're getting targeted ads based on, you know, what you search, what you, um, you know, what country you're from and stuff like that. So, uh, the relevance of ads has definitely increased, which is good for the advertisers. And it's good for us because we should start to earn more, uh, from each ad. So, um, I'm, ex I'm excited to see that kind of, kind of play out. Um, obviously it's only yeah. been, I think it's only been about three hours since we've had that, that AdSense oh, nice. live. Well, what's cool with AdSense is that, like you said, it is more interactive. So like me as a user, like that ad, I'm like, you know what? I don't like that ad. So I can basically hit the little X and, you know, basically not see that ad again. And then I usually ask why, and you can put not interested or already purchased or inappropriate or whatever the options are. Yep. So you'll be able to see ads that are more catered to the things you want. Yeah. See, so finally I did that. It gave me another one that was like that, but now it gave me an actual one that to me feels like a legit ad where it's for some software and it's like first 10 users are free sign up, but at least, at least it's telling me like what it is. The other one was like more like a survey or something. Yeah. So we'll kind of see how this uh, all takes shape. Obviously, like I said, it's only been three hours. So um, let's kind of see where, where this all goes. Exactly. Circling back to Zealy housekeeping, because we talked about obviously, you know, the conclusion of the, I don't know, we'll call it the first campaigns uh, and the winners. And like I said, the official announcement, I believe will be out tomorrow and the rewards will be paid out per our fearless marketing leader. And um, then we just saw a question about what about the keyword for today? Well, crypto geek. About there will be no keyword because the campaigns and quests are ended and the winners will be paid out. But there's good news. The Zealot campaigns are not going away. So rumor has it on the 18th, there will be new quests. So rest up, get your energy levels high because... In the Sooniverse, there are no there are new quests coming. So the 18th, what is that? Is that this weekend? Yep, Sunday. Sunday fun day. So yes, get your rest, get your training in, and be ready to go. Because be ready. the next quest is set for the 18th, according to a nomad soul. And there you go. Well, Sunseeker, you get five days to get all the other things done. The path of the cub noob is coming on as an onboarding tool on Zealy. Hmm. That's pretty cool. Is yeah, that so? The Zealy it... restarts on the 18th. Yes. Soft mode. Soft mode. I like this uh, path of cub noob. Can we make it like? Is it? To, will it be like Zelda? Can we make it look like Zelda? That was the first type of quest game I ever played back in the day. It's like uh, probably like sixth grade. On good old Nintendo. <laughs> it's crazy how time, like, 
Zelda was the shit back then. That game's had staying power, though. It was reincarnated a few times. But yeah, so no keyword today. Um, next quest starts on the 18th. Get your rest. I think that does cover everything in regards to the Zealot campaign. We announced the winners. But yeah, Sweet. so the Zealot campaigns aren't going anywhere. They are going to be a regular part of the Leo Finance ecosystem. They are. We talked about Alpine. Ongoing. All right, so now you touched on the ad revenue a little bit. So along with that, uh, the UI uh, couples into that as well. So, you know, you mentioned the view counters on Thread and the ad revenue generated by Threads. Um, so now I know I saw it talked about in general too, but basically the breakdown of that, like the people that saw it per IP or something, like there's a cap or whatever. So it can't really be like gamified. Yeah, so someone someone said that they were trying to use like an auto refresh bot to like try and game the the ad revenue. Mm. Problem with that is that ad companies don't like that. Um, if you're just sitting there and you know using a bot to refresh, so yeah, what happens is the ad company will start to IP rate you. Um, mm. So they will start to just not show you any more ads. Uh, so if you refresh enough times, actually, you just you'll start to not see any ads anywhere. Uh, on the gotcha. UI, you'll just see like placeholders and stuff. Um, so it's actually, you know, and and this user was saying that, you know, large Leo stakeholders would start to use bots like this to to game the ad revenue so that it, you know, buys and burns more Leo. If only I was that smart. <laughs> Cal's got emergencies popping up. Well, that's good because that gives me a moment to mention um, the long form because we're talking about UI. So the new long form layout, um, is pretty badass. Uh, I just looked at it myself before we jumped on. So now we have the ability to look at just Leo Finance or all of Hive. Um, I don't know if anyone's noticed that. So if you go to the articles um, page, you'll see up top a drop down that says Leo um, and then one that says Hive. That's cool because the goal is for people not to leave the Leo Finance UI. So um, you don't need to go to Peak D or Eastency or Hive.blog for that matter, to see uh, all the Hive blogs as opposed to just Leo Finance. So I was not even aware that that was in the works. And I do think it is an awesome add-on and makes my life easier because I can just stay on Leo Finance UI now uh, instead of jumping between UIs. So um, Sorry about that. You're good. So just an FYI out to everyone. That is an awesome new feature. And yeah, then, the uh, <clears throat> we worked on that for a long time, um, and we went to the drawing board a lot uh, to design it. Ultimately, I'm I'm really happy with with how it turned out, and I think I think most of you guys are too. Um, so there there's definitely some things that need to get fixed, though. So you know, uh, bear bear with us while we while we keep working on it. It's a it's a big step function change in the way that long form was done on Leo. You know on the old UI and obviously on this one. So now you got that toggle at the top where you can go from Leo to Hive and you can basically see. So if you talk, if you toggle Hive, you are essentially looking at the same feeds that would be shown to you on like peak D or Eastency or something, which I think is really cool because it's, it's basically just keeping people on the UI. Um, I think I heard the last part of what you were saying that we get to keep people from leaving the UI and using other ones. 
which obviously is good for ad revenue and, and good for the Leo business model. So, mm -hmm. so yeah, having that toggle is really cool. The next kind of phase of this long form update. Um, so, so something that needs to get fixed is the feeds. I think the feeds are, the, the feeds need some work. Uh, they don't seem to be showing the right order of content sometimes uh, in terms of like trending and stuff. Um, so we're going to work on that both for the Leo and the Hive feeds. Uh, I actually think the Leo feed is fine, but I think it's mostly the Hive feed. Uh, if I recall correctly, that's the problem. Also, we haven't released the created, like the new the new tab yet, uh, but we are going to release that soon once we fix it up, fix it up a little bit. So new tab is going to get added. Trending and hot are going to get fixed. Um, I think following is working fine. And then the, actually, it's not working at all. So yeah, I'm going to have to take a look at that. And then after that, we're going to roll out the uh, communities update. So you can see there that there's kind of like a placeholder there for communities. Um, if you try to click on any of that stuff, it won't work, obviously. Um, but we are going to start integrating with other Hive communities and allow them to use the UI uh, to publish to their own communities. So that's exciting. I think like the big excitement, though, should be around we are integrating with communities for long form. But we're actually going to add a feature, and this is something I talked about way back in the day, uh, you know, when we first started talking about threads uh, for community pages. So we kind of released a very primitive version of community pages on the old UI. Uh, and I obviously have a ton of ideas for how we can make that, you know, really how we can make that like have a deep utility for different projects, both on Hive and outside of Hive. A big piece of that is giving each community the tool to have their own both long form and microblogging threads uh, feeds. So community pages will have, you know, both long form and threads that are baked into that community and can be moderated by that community. So um, I think that's going to be a huge game changer for, for a lot of projects on Hive that, that want to build out on threads, but uh, potentially don't know how to or, or don't have the tools to yet. This is going to be a huge way to, to allow your community to come over to threads create a bunch of threads and then you can moderate them and, and choose what's in the feed and what isn't. So really excited about community pages. I think, I think that to me, that was like one of the big features that, that would get uh, rolled out someday. So I'm excited to have that finally coming to fruition. Nifty's chatting in discord. Any idea why Threadcast stopped loading after a certain amount of comments on certain browsers? For example, I can only see like 30 of the 60 comments on Opera. But on Microsoft Edge, I can see them all. Same with Brave. That's interesting. I'm on Chrome, and I don't think I'm having that problem. Or maybe I am, because the latest thread is five minutes ago. I don't think that that's a browser-specific issue. Um, I know for a fact that there are some scaling issues with threads once they get beyond a certain point. Um, so like if you see a thread with over 300 comments, sometimes it can hit the ceiling that I was talking about. Um, that obviously gets fixed with, uh, with Leo cash. Yeah. If you guys discover any issues with anything on the UI, but especially with the login methods, uh, that's something I'm going to start focusing a lot on in the next couple of weeks. So if you notice anything, head over to the, uh, the, um, the bug report channel and open a bug report for it. So we don't always respond to those bug reports, but we are always reading them and, and taking the feedback. So any info that you can drop for us to, you know, collect and, and use for fixes is really helpful. So if you can, if, if your friend is having trouble signing up and signing in with Google, 
uh, it would be really helpful if you have, you know, like screenshots or, you know, replication steps, anything that you can provide us uh, and then we can get it fixed. But yeah, we're See, always keeping an eye out on that bug channel. Oh, absolutely. And speaking of like, uh, you know, working out bugs, AKA kind of better user experience, ads are already getting their act together. So like I said, I kind of X'd out a couple. And then when I just refreshed threads um, this latest time, I got an ad for real estate and I clicked on it and it's actually LoopNet and it's for a commercial uh, office building in Rhode Island, which is not too, too far from the area I vest. I'm like, this is cool. I was like, talk about a targeted ad. I'm like, that didn't take long at all. How'd they even know? <laughs> it's actually kind of freaky. I'm a little freaked out right now. That's way too targeted. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing about these big companies, you know, they have the ability to to uh, target you. Yes, um, Google. Which is good for them, good stalker. for us. No one stalks like Google and Facebook. Yeah, it's true. This is interesting. Sweet cow. <clears throat> Let's buy a uh, anchored uh, commercial building. <laughs> Let's do it. Oh, it's apparently it's Leo on the off. Exactly. Pretty sure you want your the Leo headquarters not in Rhode Island. <laughs> Probably not. If you're gonna stay in the cold, you just stay home base. Otherwise, take your butt south, Leo, Miami. We could turn that into a uh, mascot as well. Get a little lion mascot that's got some sunglasses and uh, a fedora. Miami like him that. all out. I feel like that would be cool. <clears throat> uh Lose my voice. Right um, should we jump into some of these questions we got from the uh, AMA that Eric dropped? AMA Do collection it. box. Um, Do it. When search tag on long posts, long form posts. Oh, search for tag. Uh, probably soon. Um, like I said, I think the next rollout is going to be fixing those feeds. That's kind of top priority right now. Uh, after that, we're gonna um, we're gonna work on um, the communities update. Uh, that's almost done. And then we'll start working on tags. And honestly, tags might actually roll out with communities now that I think about it, because we we started working on tags. Tag search, I don't know if we planned that from the beginning, but um, I'll check in and see when we're going to get that rolled out. <laughs> but yeah, at the very least, communities and tags are going to be out pretty soon. Uh, is there a cap on how much ad revenue can be generated in a certain period? Are there ways to prevent abuse? Uh, yeah, I kind of covered that a little bit, but you know, basically, you know, Google AdSense has their own way of preventing abuse. And, you know, if it starts to become a problem for us, we can easily put in some rate limiters on our own. Uh, you know, if, if Google starts complaining to us that, that that's happening. But yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's definitely a no-no to use uh, bots and other, you know, shit like that. So don't abuse the ads. Let them, let them be used for what they're meant for. But there's obviously ways that we can kind of control that if it gets out of hand. When do we get a front page space for Threadcast? Um, I do have a design ready to go for Threadcast. I have a really cool uh, idea in mind that's kind of draws inspiration from, uh, if you guys remember Clubhouse and then like Twitter Spaces, I've got some cool ideas for that. I don't know when, but soon would be my answer. Um, remember to turn off your ad blocker. Yeah, if you, you know, if you want to support a lot of websites, say this, um, you know, support the site because it's, you know, free to use uh, by turning off your ad blockers. Uh, Leo Finance is very much like that, but you're actually supporting Leo by doing that. So the, the whole economy kind of hinges around the ad revenue and 
And, uh, you know, if you are a, a heavy user of the site, definitely consider turning off your ad blockers. If you're on Brave, turn off your shields for Leo Finance. Um, you know, we don't have any like heavy scripts and shit like that. It's not like going to the New York Times where it blows you up with bullshit. So definitely consider uh, turning your ad blockers and Brave shields off uh, to, to contribute to the ad revenue. When polls to approve ads. I talked about that too. I uh, don't know when, but soon. Uh, when polls with a timer. Also don't know when, but soon. Rapid fire AMA. One thing we we forgot to mention in the uh, in the updates. So there's been a lot of UI updates. We talked about the long form. We talked about the you know um, the viewer the the view counter, which I'm you know the view counter blows my mind. I'm I'm so excited about that, and I'm really excited to get that rolled out for pages and uh, not pages posts soon. I think you can tell that I didn't sleep that much this week. The other thing is Eric's been working really hard on all these partnerships. He got a lot of really good leads from the Zeely campaign. There were a lot of different. Um, quests in order to, you know, do a bunch of marketing stuff um, and help Eric out, you know, find partnerships and, and seek people out and set up meetings. Uh, so one, our, our first partnership has has officially come through. And that is the, uh, am I pronouncing this right? The Sanner Trading League, which is by the Santiments uh, project. So, you know, Eric's been working on this partnership and I think it's getting ready to go live. Let me see what he said about when. I don't know why I'm like starts on the 18th and there is an announcement prepared. Sweet. Apparently there's some official spaces, tutorials and cross promotion between us and them. They are also creating their Leo account. Awesome. Go join up, join the, uh, the trading club, trading league. Um, it's going to be some cool stuff on that. So pretty excited about that. I, I think the partnerships is going to start taking a, a big front seat for the marketing stuff. We've done a lot in terms of marketing, especially on the high blockchain and you know within the Leo community. But now it's time to start really looking outwards and getting ready to you know onboard the masses. So yeah, I know MedSoul's got it right. Time to go off the high borders um, and go off and find uh, greener pastures to uh, to bring into the high borders. Um, so you know we've got this nice plot of land. We've got a big community uh, in terms of you know the crypto space. Our community is actually very large. Uh, at like 1,200 monthly active users, uh, but now it's time to to take over other kingdoms and and bring them in. Time to time to go out and conquest, as as the lions do. We'll expand our territory. See how many other buzzwords I can start to fire off. I think that covers it on all the updates. Yeah, I think there's still like some things out there in terms of uh, questions in general. Like I think there's confusion with the APY versus APR when it comes to uh, Leo delegation payouts? Yeah, I, I, I saw some people, you know, kind of arguing back and forth about delegation payouts. So the Leo.voter delegation, I, I talked about the new tokenomics and how that's all working, but the payouts remain the same. The, the difference is Leo is a lot more expensive now. So you are getting paid less Leo in terms of tokens, but the dollar value remains the same. You know, as the Leo price goes up, you'll get less Leo. So I think a lot of complaints have started because people are like, oh, I used to get, you know, 300 Leo per day, and now I'm only getting 120 Leo per day. What, what, what's up with that? Uh, and the Leo price is up a little bit over 2x. So naturally, you got half as much Leo, which is worth, you know, the same amount of dollars that it was worth when you were getting 300 Leo. So that's, that's pretty much where I think a lot of those concerns come from. Then I saw some people were trying to calculate like the daily APR, but you got to take the APR and then consider compounding to get APY. 
So APR is, you know, annual percentage rate, uh, APY is annual percentage yield, but the basic difference is that APY considers that you're compounding and APR does not. So, you know, the, the APY uh, is obviously the metric that we always advertise. That's what is naturally advertised in the crypto space because it's a little more flashy, a little more nice. Uh, but yeah, I expect, and, and, you know, I've been a little bit harsh with people who, who ask a lot of questions about that and why their Leo amounts are going down just because I've gotten asked it so many times over the last two weeks while the price has been going up. But, you know, I think a lot of us with all these tokenomics changes are pretty, are expecting Leo to perform pretty well. Uh, you know, obviously Leo could easily go right back down to three cents or it could go to 30 cents. Like nobody knows, but if Leo does go to, you know, say 30 cents and it becomes one-to-one -one with Hive uh, in the next you know month or two, that obviously is going to mean that your Leo payouts per day are going to go down a lot. So if you're already concerned about how little Leo you're getting, it's possible that you'll get even less Leo in the next couple of months as the price keeps going up. But like I said, the dollar value is still the same. So, you know, there if and a lot of these people complaining, if you look, they're pretty much just selling the Leo every day. So it it actually has no real impact to them. Uh, they're just selling less Leo than they were before, but for the same amount of dollars, if that makes sense. Uh, Taskmaster DM'd me a personal question for the AMA. Uh, he asked when edit button for long form. Uh, and my answer to him is soon. Surprise, surprise. Huh. I didn't even notice that that wasn't an edit, edit button, but I guess that's because I haven't yet needed to edit. Yeah, we actually added the edit button for threads already. So that was a big request. Um, yes, but that for posts, yeah, for long form posts, we've got a lot of long form updates in the queue. And one of them is the edit button. So my official answer is soon. It is the when soon show for a reason. I'm sure there's always more questions, but while we search for those, we can always talk about the crypto market in general. I mean, Do I it. think the most... Prevalent thing right now is the SEC's clear and obvious war on crypto. You know, I've been following this and writing some posts about it. And obviously, you know, it's it's a big interest to, I think, anybody who's invested in crypto. You know, my line of thinking has always been that regulation is good for this industry. You know, you need regulation to have, um, you know, real adoption at scale, not just in terms of like retail adoption, but, you know, for... Uh, you know, institutions to come in and, and uh, you know, really, really take crypto to the next level. I think you, you need, you need regulation, but regulation means having clear guidelines, clear rules to follow and clear processes to, to get, you know, assets, tokens, securities, whatever you want to call them to get them listed and traded on exchanges. That that's what regulation means. What the SEC has been doing under, you know, Gary Gensler has been, not doing that so they are you know and, and coinbase rightly called it calls it uh regulation by enforcement so you know they aren't really giving any guidelines to anybody they're not willing to work with anybody uh you know coinbase says that they've been reaching out and they've had you know some ridiculous number like dozens of meetings with the sec over the last several months trying to get clarity on you know what they can do and what they can't do and uh how they can be compliant and and they say that the sec is not basically non-responsive. Um, so, you know, it, it's pretty clear that this is some kind of like personal vendetta against crypto, not not regulation. So when people call this crypto regulation or a regulatory crackdown, uh, I don't really look at it that way. I look at it more as like a vendetta that that for some reason they're they're trying to like cancel crypto like they do to, you know, the influencers that they don't like.
you know, I'm not, I, I've never been against regulation. I've never been concerned about regulation, but I do find it concerning with crackdowns like this that have no real basis in reality. And people are, I watched a podcast talking about the trading volume in the US for crypto and that it was down to 15%. And every year it continues to do, decrease. Uh, so capital talent companies are leaving US borders in in order to operate in this industry. And I think, you know, obviously we're all super biased because we're already in this industry, but no matter who you are, I think it's undeniable that crypto, Bitcoin, blockchain technology is going to have a very big role to play uh, in the future. It's kind of like people who are like AI naysayers that say, oh, it's just a fad and it's going to go away. Or people who did that with the internet. Crypto is not going anywhere. It's, it's a completely new industry. And uh, some of the most talented people in the world right now who are building companies and working at companies are building not only in the AI space, but in the crypto space. Um, and if you crack down without clear regulation, you're just going to keep pushing people out of your borders. Imagine if the US banned the internet and said, you can't use the internet in the United States, can't build a company that uses the internet. You can't uh, be a, a consumer who uses the internet. Um, you can't build a corporation that leverages the internet. You know, what, what would have happened? All the innovation, talent, and capital would have moved uh, overseas. And we're kind of seeing that happening with crypto right now which I think is is kind of sad to see because I think the U.S.'s uh, value proposition in the world is as an innovation center. And, uh, you know, obviously I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that get diminished. But there was recently, yeah. you know, just, yeah, breaking news. Uh, and a cat, I want to hear your opinion on this and what you think. A bill was just proposed to remove Gary Gensler from the SEC and actually restructure it. Um, to have a SEC board instead of just a chairman. Uh, have you seen that? And what do you think about it? I didn't actually see even the details. I just saw the SEC Stabiliz Stabilization Act and the headline that it basically was aiming to get him removed. Um, I think the board idea is good because, you know, you get more of a democracy and less of a dictatorship. Um, so at the end of the day, if you have one ass clown in a position of power it's not all encompassing and kind of screwing everyone uh because with the board it's like let's just say you have a board and gensler's on that board well that's just one person out of whatever it is let's just say it's three people so if he you know he's ridiculous and the other two aren't then well there you go the impact is going to be um much less negative i always like the idea of uh some kind of board um with limits though because you also get the too many cooks in the kitchen problem i think you know it's kind of like uh what do you have like su supreme court justices there's not just one and for good right. reason so yeah you don't you don't want to have one person in charge of something that is so impactful to you know the economy and companies and retail investors and you know it's uh that's kind of counter to how this whole, you know, government and country is set up. On the flip side, though, I mean, there's also on this, I'm sure there's plenty of people that, you know, have this um, theory, but there's also just a uh, alternative outlook where there's people that don't believe like Gensler really um, is anything but just a figurehead and he's just receiving marching orders from powers that be that are higher than him, 
You know what I mean? You know, if he is removed, will it change anything? You know, that remains to be seen. Ideally, it does. Um, you know, there's cliche statements out there for a reason. And, you know, one that's been around for more than my lifetime is the more things change, the more they stay the same. So, yep. you know, we shall see if uh, there is a turnover at the top of the SEC, what kind of impact that has, um, or if it's just... Uh, more so a uh, publicity event. Either way, I think change will be good. We know what we got, and it ain't good. In this case, the devil you know is not better than the devil you don't. I don't really see <laughs> how I don't. I don't see how it could get worse. I mean, there's just straight hate on crypto from the SEC. Yeah, I think it's it's a personal type of vendetta, especially because you know the funny thing is that Gensler actually. Uh, you know, Binance's, I think Binance's board came out with information that they showed that Gensler applied for a position yeah. uh, to work at Binance. So it's it's really funny to see. It's almost like, hey, I got rejected from working in this industry, so now I'm going to tear it down. Could be. There are people that are that so, yeah. trial dish. Yeah, I mean, it's so at the end of the day, I think it all is going to shake out somewhere in the middle. I think that's kind of how the world tends to work. You know, you move as a pendulum and then you settle in the middle. That is generally what happens. Um, so inflation, um, you know, everyone's obviously been keeping a close eye on inflation. Um, I know there's a lot of stuff going on in the UK right now. The Bank of England is still very worried about inflation and people people seem to be betting that they're going to see more interest rate hikes, uh, you know, in the UK. So, you know, that's kind of interesting considering that this week we've got, um, you know, the Fed meeting again. Um, and a lot of, I think the general expectation is uh, rate, uh, a rate pause um, or a quarter of a basis point increase. Um, so what's your take? I mean, it seems like everyone is settled in and is positive that they're going to pause this month. And then the latest I saw is there's a, uh, the odds for, um, a July increase is 67% for a quarter point, but they're going to pause this month. I mean, we'll see. I mean, the month over month inflation data was better than expected um, at 0.1. Um, we're down to four. In theory, inflation, you know, still exists. Like, you know, the cost of everything still went up uh, over the past month. And uh, the year over year rate, we're going to continue to see decline because I talked about this a while back. I think there was a matrix and it basically showed like as long as month over month was like 0 0.4 or less that the rate of inflation would, would de decrease uh, on a year over year basis because of the comparisons from last year being so freaking high. So it's kind of funny. I mean, yeah, inflation is down, but I'm more than happy for the Fed not to raise because it doesn't help me at all. I got plenty of, uh, Interest rates that are ticking up every time the Fed raises. So cost of money increasing, but we shall see. The market's been pretty on point so far with the Fed raises the amounts and uh, we'll see if they get it right this time. I am wrapping up the recap post because I have a hard stop at 1.30 Eastern. So if there's any other last minute questions, I feel like we kind of touched on any of the noteworthy economic crypto events uh hive's been at the web3 berlin conference um, that's right 
that is a, uh, a big win for Hive uh, in terms of marketing. Uh, I think a lot of people have been looking forward to some Hive marketing in general. Um, I know that's obviously been a huge point for pretty much everybody in the uh, in the world of of Hive. Um, you know, one thing one thing that I've been really excited about, and I, I wrote a post if you guys want to see more expanded thoughts on what I think about Hive right now. But um, you know, I've actually gotten really excited about Hive from a economic perspective. Uh, you know, I've always been really bullish on Hive from a technology perspective, which is why, obviously, I've spent a lot of resources and time building on this blockchain. Um, but you know, there's a lot more, there's a lot more behind the scenes with Hive lately uh, in terms of economics that have gotten me excited. You know, I wasn't always very excited about Hive from a you know investment perspective, on like an investment in the crypto token perspective. Um, I was more bullish on investing in the technology, uh, but lately with all the changes with, you know, HBD and, it, it, you know, namely HBD, but then also with resource credits uh, and the idea of projects growing uh, in the future, uh, I've gotten a lot more bullish on Hive uh, as a token. So obviously go read my post if you want to hear more about that. But in the short term, I'm bullish on Hive because of HBD. I think we can bring in a lot of uh, capital and, and, you know, institutional grade money into this ecosystem, which is sorely needed. Uh, I also think it's a huge and positive marketing play. You know, that's how Terra Luna, you know, gr grew into this huge project. Uh, and obviously that's an interesting example to use because of how it ended. Uh, but HBD has, has mechanisms in place to not end up like that. So I think it's important that if we could like get that in front of the right people, uh, Hive could, you know, start to market itself and actually start to take off in terms of users and investors. And then, so that's kind of like my short-term vision of Hive economically. My long-term vision of Hive economically is around resource credits and users and applications. If you can get a hundred projects like Leo and Splinterlands to, to grow and, you know, get tens of thousands and hundreds of thousands of users, then resource credits are going to actually be uh, expensive and hard to get, um, which is what you want, because that means that the Hive price is going up. So uh, I'm actually pretty bullish on Hive, both in the short-term and long-term for those two reasons but obviously not financial advice. Uh, <laughs> but I have been accumulating some Hive and uh, I've been accumulating a lot of HBD lately. So definitely definitely starting to get bullish on this ecosystem in terms of finance, not just in terms of technology. Yeah, I mean, I stack Hive just by keeping my post rewards. I haven't been buying <laughs> it. I did buy some uh, HBD uh, earlier in the year. I got a chunk. There was a certain stack I wanted to get to and... I have that all in savings and uh, I reinvested the earnings, uh, the monthly earnings from those savings uh, to get to a specific number that I wanted to reach, which I will basically be at come the end of this month. After that, I may take some of those HBD earnings and deploy them into either Hive or Leo. I hear Leo's got some potential, but I don't know. I'm not too clued in on it. Rumor has it some some random dude's been talking about Leo potential for price to go up. You never know. You never know. You never know, never know is indeed correct. But anyway, another good week of productivity and updates. Yep. UI updates for the win. Zilli campaigns for the win. And uh, Leo price appreciation for the win. So been a good week. Great week. Yep. And we got a lot of updates. Uh, been It's been a 
been a hard weekend of of driving the devs and and pushing out updates. Oh, yeah. So we've got a lot a lot in the pipeline that's about to go live. So definitely keep uh, keep heading over to the UI to be up to date with it all. Hundred percent. And as uh, always, don't forget to upvote the cat. He dropped his recap post. I will uh, thread it out right now. Sounds like a great idea. <laughs> um, we got the 20th is next Tuesday. So we will Sweet. see you guys then. May your threads be active and your payouts be plentiful. Yep. Peace, Peace out.